1: We live in a, in a time, in a culture where marriage is being trivialized. This whole thing of adultery, divorce, all that stuff, it's just, eh. we wink at it. And it's as if we've come to the conclusion that God winks at it, but he doesn't. You know, his standards have not changed with the times. Why not? Well, because his plan for humanity is perfect.
0: We live in a world that's constantly changing. New things become acceptable and old things become obsolete. Pastor Robert reminds us today that God never changes. He remains the same always. Stay strong in your beliefs and stand up for Jesus. Even when the world accuses you of being old fashioned. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: His love is the main
1: thing. You know, one of the reasons that I remain convinced that preaching and teaching verse by verse through the Bible is the wisest approach for us here at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, is passages like the one we're gonna be dealing with today. It's definitely not my favorite passage to teach from the Bible. To be honest, I'd probably be tempted to avoid it altogether if my approach to teaching was topical rather than expositional. If we didn't go through the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse, I'd probably just kinda of leave this one out and talk about something else. But. That is the way we do it. It is just kind of right here next in line for us. And so we're gonna, we're gonna get to it in just a second, but it's one that quickly becomes uncomfortable for us. So I, I wanna preface everything we're about to read, everything I'm about to say with one verse from the book of Romans. Romans chapter eight, verse one tells us, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Now, quick little lesson on that verse, because that's one we we love to hold on to, as we should, but we need to recognize what he says in that passage. He says, there's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. It's not just about being in church, right? In Christ Jesus, and who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Now, in another place, in that same area of scripture, the apostle Paul tells us that those who are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. In other words, again, there's something there that, that he wants us to recognize that those who are in Christ Jesus, those who are children of God, sons and daughters of the living God, the evidence of that is going to be that that they're not being led around by their own fleshly appetites and desires. They're not being governed by their human soul, mind, will, and emotions. Instead, they're led by, governed by, directed by the Spirit of Almighty God. And he says, if that's what's going on in your life, well, then everything that's past, it's gone. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. And, and that's just in, you know extremely important for us to begin with today because I doubt that I've ever met even one person, male or female, who isn't guilty of what we're about to dig into. So here we go. Matthew 5, verses 27 to 32, Jesus taught this. Again, we're still in the Sermon on the Mount. He said, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that whoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a woman who is divorced commits adultery. Now, we're going to stop right there and just dig into this. That's more than enough for us to talk about today. You know, I I knew a lady many, many years ago who was really tormented by this passage of Scripture. She was divorced. And she was convinced that God hated her because she was divorced. She interpreted this teaching from the Lord Jesus to mean that because she was divorced, she was gonna go to hell when she died. That is not what he said. Divorce, adultery, these are not unforgivable sins. But neither are they insignificant or trivial. You know, we live in a a time, in a culture, where marriage is being trivialized. This whole thing of adultery, divorce, all that stuff, it's just, eh, we wink at it. And it's as if we've come to the conclusion that God winks at it, but he doesn't. You know, his standards have not changed with the times. Why not? Well, because his plan for humanity is perfect. It didn't need to change. His plan for humanity is flawless. The problem is, we're not, right? We're messed up. But God doesn't change his plan to make allowances for our flaws and imperfections. In in, in other words, he doesn't compromise because we always do. Instead, he He shines his light, he's merciful, and he gives us grace, He, he helps us, is what that means, it gives us power to make good choices. But, but we need to understand his intentions and his views in this area of marriage and, and adultery. You know, I, I pretty regularly hear some celebrity make a statement like, monogamy's unnatural. I mean, people, human beings just aren't built for monogamous relationships, relationships where, where you commit yourself to life, you know, one man to one woman forever. That's just unreasonable. And I understand that conclusion, because you you see, the natural human being, the natural man is never satisfied. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 20 says, hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. Now, that's a good bathroom mirror verse, by the way. You know what I mean? Print that one out and like tape it to your bathroom mirror, because it kind of puts things into, perspective. It's part of our nature to never be satisfied. But if that's true, I mean, if it's natural to never be satisfied, why did God establish a social structure for us within which the family is foundational? Why did he say that one man should be joined to one woman for a lifetime if it's natural for people to become dissatisfied with each other after a period of time? Well, look again at what that proverb says, Hell and destruction are never full. There's always room for one more, right? Always time for one more life to be destroyed. So, the eyes of man are never satisfied. You see what it's saying? You see what God is saying to us right there? The implication is clear. I mean, if you make it your focus to gratify yourself, satisfy yourself, I just want to be happy, I just want to be satisfied, I just... well go for it that is a sure fire way to destroy your life and the lives of people around you just focus on that i've said it before so many times you know i and i'm always on touchy ground because people always misunderstand me i love the united states of america i love our constitution our bill of rights our you know but b- but here's the thing life liberty and the pursuit of happiness yes you have a right to those things but the pursuit of happiness will wreck you if you make that a pursuit hell and destruction await you you see what based on that proverb if that's a focus if that's a pursuit if that's what you fix your eyes on you're never going to get there because the eyes of man are never satisfied the pursuit of pleasure is a problem for most americans it's a problem I mean, could could it be that there's more to God's plan, more to his design than we can see by merely focusing on fulfilling the desires of our flawed human natures? Of course there is. That's kind of a no-brainer, right? We know God has bigger plans. He has better plans. He values and therefore prioritizes intimacy, oneness in relationship above short-term physical and emotional pleasure satisfaction. He has much better things for us than the short-term pleasures, the pursuit, pursuits of happiness and pleasure.
0: This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details His birth and life, His ministry, and then His death. But it also tells you that He rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, He's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listened to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting mainthingradio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter, too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you, too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com to learn more. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in for Main Thing Radio.